because the true choice of the matter is in America, black people have no choice but to deal with white people. Mm-hmm. White people have the option. You get a chance to just see the visuals and the representation on a television show. And then that be your only experience. You can't say that about black people. We don't have that option. Ladies and gentlemen, and anyone else who is here, my name is Dom Lamore, and you are listening to the Black Man Talking Emotions podcast. On today's episode, I speak with Bo Lamar about Black History Month. Resistance here doesn't mean revolution, doesn't mean storming the barricades. Resistance means using art for the things that it does best, which is to create human portraits and communicate ideas and forge a climate where people of different races or classes are known to you because they make themselves known. And in the simplest terms, art humanizes. It opens the circuit of empathy. And once that process happens, it's that much harder to think of people as part of a policy or a statistic. Art reverses the alienation that can creep into society. Questlove is a member of the legendary Roots crew. So many hits to his name and and plenty of artists that you know and love has worked with him and he's of course on Jimmy Fallon every night I appreciate his honesty his fearless music the example he sets for other artists like me to be myself if you want to listen to some black history today cue up the 1999 album things fall apart cheers I always try to do something for Black History Month. I always try to post something. I try to perform a show if I can. I try to do something this year. I, my big Black History Month focus is going to be going through the pot. And so I've been talking to a lot of different friends, different people, getting different perspectives and understanding of what they view Black History Month as. I was talking about how it's important to me because growing up in Missouri, growing up in the area, you know, Kirkwood, Meacham Park area, big black historical landmark in my neck of the woods where I come from. A lot of my family, a lot of African-Americans I know throughout the city that's in West County, Meacham Park is literally home base to where we all really kind of come from in that area. And growing up in Kirkwood, you would think we'd get more of that history. You you literally have this historical African-American city located right in your backyard, but instead we weren't able to really even hear much about the history because the history is really dark, you know, and it's gotten to the point where Half of the city that was originally Meacham Park is now Target, Walmart, and Kirkwood. So you kind of just cut that community in half and made it one little small area where they're gentrifying. And there's more white people in Meacham Park than I've ever seen in my life. And it blows my mind. With that understanding, I wanted to have more. I wanted to believe that my society I lived in was giving me more history during Black History Month about where I lived and understanding what in my environment was like for the African-Americans that came before me, my family. I didn't want to feel like I had to get all the information from my mother and my grandmother and my grandparents. But eventually I ended up having to get that information from them because the schools, in my opinion, kind of failed to truly capture 
the history of our neck of the woods and did all the, the points. Hey, we're going to talk about slavery a little bit. We're going to talk about maybe some reconstruction, but we're barely going to touch that. We're going to talk about the Civil Rights Act. We're going to talk about the Harlem Renaissance, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. Rosa Parks sat down and boom, we there. We ain't even going to talk about the fact that African-Americans have so much going on now. We're just going to cut to the points. This is what we do every February. This is how we do it every February. And that's how it goes. And that's what you're going to get. For me, I think it's the most important month for history because it gives you an opportunity to truly dig deeper into the history, to understand history and see why it's significant to us as a whole and why it's important that we all do this. And even though it could be spread out over the year and this and that, historically it has not been approached correctly at all. So having a mandatory, hey, you need to focus on this is a benefit to us because it gives us an opportunity to truly say, well, it's Black History Month, so listen up. This is what the history says. This is what it is. This is important to all of us. And the more you know about the opposite side, the more you become aware of similarities. That helps bridge the gap between the differences of everyone. And if you hear how similar you are to someone else, it starts to eliminate that barrier you build up yourself. So that's my whole spiel on what I believe. I pose the question to you. What does Black History Month mean to you? To start off, I feel like as much as we need it because of the history in our country, number one, this country was built to move and operate exactly like it's doing today. It was made that way from the beginning. It's not a broken system. The system is working exactly how it's supposed to be. With that being said, Black History Month is important because it gives us, like you said, a moment to be heard, to not only be heard and to teach people of different cultures more about ours, but for us to teach ourselves, too. You know, we got kids uh, and adults running around who don't know about, you know, Dred Scott and don't know about these amazing people, pioneers for us to live the type of lives that we live now. So it's important to have those moments to outline and highlight those areas that are sectioned off for us to be able to have a microphone and shed light on the history. But also it's important for us to make sure that we're not getting Black History Month information just one month out of the year. Because if we only learn about the things that our people have done, not only in this country, but in the world all around, if we're only doing that one month out of the year, we're screwed. Can I cuss? Say whatever the fuck you want to we do. Fucked. <laughs> we are absolutely fucked. And then when you really get into the history of it, it becomes a little bit different because you start to understand how much our people have done as far as black people to build this country and for this country to operate and move the way that it does. You start to uncover the lies and the deceptions and all of the plans to make things look different than what they seem. You start to go down a pipe hole of the role that the media plays into it. You know, a lot of times things are so ostracized and so set apart that we base false analysis of people and who they are and what they do because of the lack of information. So yes, Black History Month is important to be able to outline all of the greatness and to be able to spread the knowledge. I would love to see all cultures that have an impact of how we operate in this country for the history to be taught year round. Because there's so much more that we don't know. History is history, man. So if it helped us to get here, everybody deserves to have an honest light shed on what those things are. I agree with everything you said. I was just at Disney World 
And in Epcot, you can go on this tour of American history inside of the big ball in Epcot. So it's like one of the last riots we did. We got on there and it really just talked about this evolution of the human, starting from the cavemen and the first invention that they had that was the big evolution was they figured out a way to communicate with each other so that they can hunt bigger animals and they can survive together instead of being taken out so they could be the top of the food chain. And it started there and then it started to move to they started to write it on cave walls. And then next thing you know, in Egypt, they started to create paper and that was a more efficient way that they can do it. And then you continued to move on to the Romans and the Greeks and then early America and how all of these big moments in revolutionary history of creating text, creating language, creating communication skills was such a big part of why humans are where they are now. And it brought up, you know, the Alexander Library being burnt down, but people in India had copies of the books that were there in Africa beforehand. So now all of a sudden they're like, well, they, we still got this history and that's how we're able to advance. And the whole time I'm watching it, you know, I remember they said the Egyptian part and you go through this slow area and all the Egyptians were black. And I was like, okay, that's a good thing to see. Okay, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good starter. <laughs> but you never really got this true worldwide vision of the history. It was a very much Western version of how it happens. And it was touching all of the points. It touched on those Greek and then Roman and then England. And it's like very much they are the only people that did this. Not, hey, there were Native Americans doing this in America already, or there were people in Africa who literally in Timbuktu, the first university, were creating all of these libraries and putting these books together so that people could communicate better. And they even had it to a point in certain tribes where they had heating scenarios, they had water irrigation systems, they had everything oh, put no, together. You, you want Western culture to talk about that? Oh, no. no. But, but they're not going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? It's very much, let's talk about what we always checkpoint onto. And the media is another example of that. When you brought that up, I totally agree because there are certain people, this is a great example. I dated a girl and I met her parents and her parents lived in this very small white people town. <laughs> and they had never really interacted with black people on their own. Like, you know, they go to the big city and they see someone there and this and that, but really the wire and football and basketball were the only places they got to see black people being black people and talking on TV. That's the way that it's portrayed to them in bumfuck nowhere. And so instead of thinking, this is my personal experience with black people, they kind of see this episodes of The Wire and all the crap that's going on there and then assume they go to Baltimore, they're going to run into somebody and it's going to be The Wire instead of they're going to go to Baltimore, go to brunch, and it's going to be a black family just having brunch, eating the same food that they're eating, just like they are being normal people, because that's what the fuck we are, you know? Right. When you think about how the influence from the media has been for that history, do you have any examples or moments where you were like, damn, the media kind of flipped the script on me, and I didn't even realize it, and this is something that I thought, but then had to re-educate myself? Oh, no, I always knew exactly what the flip of the media <laughs> effect was growing up in, in St. Yeah. Louis. I mean, it was a part of the upbringing. It was the lectures from dad and mom before leaving the house at six and seven years old. Make sure you say, mm -hmm. yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. And 
you know, make sure you do this and do that. And then when it came to, you know, I learned how to drive at an early age. And it was, son, don't ride with more than you and one other person in the car because you mm-hmm. get pulled over. It was learning how to deal with the police before you can even, you know, you ain't even know algebra good. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, so it was definitely always something to be aware of because the true choice of the matter is in America Black people have no choice but to deal with white people. Mm-hmm. White people have the option. You get a chance to just see the visuals and the representation on a television show, and then that be your only experience. You can't say that about black people. We don't have that option. It was always definitely in full effect, the interactions between people who would you know, grab their purse when they see you and or don't want to speak to you because they don't know that I'm just going to say, hey, good morning, how you doing? Mm-hmm. But it, it was always in play, man. So it was never a moment of having to come to the realization. It was living the realization and then figuring out how to not let it affect you in a negative way and learning how to maneuver through it. Speaking about how your parents were in your ear about different things going on, how would you compare your African-American history lessons versus school? Did you get more of that information from home or did you get more from school? More from home, man. You know, school gives you the bullet points. Mm -hmm. It gives you the things that they kind of want you to know. It, It can't be denied. It is a part of our history, but it's only a piece to a huge puzzle. It doesn't really give you... The full story, if it gives you a controlled version, which is now, you know, sadly, even being redacted even more. Yeah. Schools are are trying not to even teach black history month at all now or black history as a whole. It was definitely at home. It was learning things from my father, my mother, sitting and talking with my grandfather and my grandmother. And my dad's father was the first black councilman in Wellston, which is a small city in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And even just hearing the the things and the traumas that he had to go through to be the first black man running for councilman in that small town of St. Louis, Missouri. It was amazing for them to go through it and prevail, but it's also just crazy that they had to go through it. Yes. I was tremendously blessed, man, that I had the type of parents who took forth the effort to make sure that I, you know, I learned those different things and my mind was being expanded, but definitely not, not fully dependent just upon the the school system. You know, the reason why I think I'm doing this podcast kind of series on what Black History Month means to different African-American friends of mine is really because of what you just said. It's mind blowing to think of the things that the people before us had to go through just to be treated fairly. And I'm grabbing that more and more as I study because it's heartbreaking that they were just asking to be treated like people. And we have to look at them as heroes, heroes for standing up to people saying, hey, you're below me and you're not a human. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to remember that history. It's very easy to sit back and think it happened. I don't need to examine it more. And Talking to all of my black friends, you hear throughout these episodes, different brilliant people tell you that they had to do most of the work themselves at home. So if you're not in the African-American community, that means you got to do more work, mm-hmm. period. Because if we all are telling you that the stuff that we got that you got from school was not nearly enough. If you hear this and you hear all these episodes talking to these African-Americans who experienced it and lived it. 
and think you don't need to do more. You have to look in yourself and say, why do I feel this way? Because that's the most important question. None of the stuff that we're asking you to look up or research or understand is only our history. It's your history, too. And if you are ashamed to research your own history, come on. That's the whole point of Black History Month. You need to get over that and get up to our level. When they say stay woke, when they say all this woke information, it's not about being woke in this scenario of I'm better than you. No, it's about being woke in the sense of I understand what's going on and I'm not an idiot who's listening to. Yeah, I'm not misinformed. I am informed. That is it. Period blank. I want to thank you for listening to the Black Man Talking Emotions podcast. The opening quote credit goes to Questlove. And shout out to Bo Lamar for being on the pod. Follow Bo at B-O-L-A-M-A-R-D-R-U-M-S on Instagram. Please subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and give us a good rating. Five stars, please. And thank you. You can support the show by clicking the link at the bottom of the episode description. Also, tell me your plans for the coming year. We should collab. Follow me at D-O-M-L underscore A-M-O-U-R on Instagram or at DomLamore.com. I'm Dom Lamore. Much love.